Hi, Dave. Hi, Eric. Hey, Dave. Do we curse on this podcast? Yes, Eric. Yes, we do. Are you ready, kids? Get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome Welcome to to Adventures Adventures in in Collecting. Collecting where we talk toy news, culture, and hauls, along with our journeys as collectors. So, uh, welcome back to Adventures in Collecting. Hey, everybody. It's, it's been a while, but this is just going to be a normal episode. We don't have no, no special guests, um, no, uh, no interviews, no clip show. This is a, an old-school Eric and Dave uh, take on the world talking about toys episode. Yeah, pretty standard fare. We're we're back in business. So we're recording this. It is March 13th, Friday the 13th. And on today's episode, we are going to go back to news and hauls. Um, Dave is going to try to stump me with a name that toy, right? Yeah, we've got to name that toy. And then our main topic today, because it's been it's been quite um, a topic across toydom lately, is store exclusives. Yes. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll get into we'll get into some the business of some store exclusives um, in a little bit. Um, before we fully get started, though, there is a small announcement that we have to make um, due to the current uh, coronavirus uh, pandemic. Um, unfortunately, ZapCon, which was scheduled for March 28th and would have been our first attempt at a live show is currently postponed. Yeah, that's a bummer. Um I was really looking forward to uh you know, getting to see everybody and hosting a panel and uh getting to interview Gene, but uh you know, there's more important things to uh take care of these days. Yeah, and you know, while while we're on the topic, I mean, it is just a topic in in toy news as well. Um you know, we heard rumblings of it back when we were at Toy Fair, um, before you know, before the the virus kind of made its way stateside here. But you know, it is affecting the toy industry as a whole, along with, of course, many other facets of life. Um, so you know, if you are out there hunting toys in person and you're not doing it online, just keep your hands away from your face. Make sure you're washing your hands. Um, Dave was just uh was just playing the the Uncle Dave card to my daughter uh, uh about an hour ago uh reminding her the trick when she's washing her hands which is to sing the happy birthday song twice. Yes. Um yeah, so just, you know, take care of yourselves, take care of other people, you know, be respectful and you know, we're not going to dwell on the 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 coronavirus anymore this episode because it's everywhere and I'm sure you're probably sick of hearing about it yeah as tired of talking about it as we are i'm sure yeah so on to other toy news right um they're um gonna save hashtag spawn gate for uh for later in the episode as that ties into a little bit of um our our main topic but um there have been some really cool uh really cool things coming out uh and and i started hitting shelves some of the things that we saw at the uh, the Lego booth at New York Toy Fair are starting to hit shelves. Those those ten dollar price pointed um, Thanos, uh, Spider Man, and Iron Man sets that are um, that look like mechs. They look like they're in little little mech versions of themselves. Yeah, to kind of go with the uh, Spider Man and Venom mechs. Yep, that are out there. Um, the Thanos is great. It comes with uh, you know a, an Infinity Gauntlet that he's wearing, and like each each gem is a solid or a, a single peg. Um, you know, it's it's just they're neat, and especially at a ten dollar price point, it's great because you get like uh, opposable, multi or, or uh, you know, super articulated Lego mech along with a minifigure. So yeah, it's a good deal. Those mechs are, uh, you know, I gotta say they're uh, not the easiest build as well. No, they're not. Now, now these are not as complicated as the Venom and Spider Man mechs that um that came in that two pack that that we both have some experience with that i unfortunately bought for a 4 year old's birthday <laughs> yes or christmas <laughs> yeah yes. le- i have to say lego is very good with their the ages that are on their packages they're they're 
there's a lot of thought that goes into what number they put on there. Yeah, there, but there, there was a 39-year-old having problems with that one, too. So yeah, Accurate. Or, yeah. Well, I'm not 39 yet, but 38-year-old having problems with that one. That was a, It was a challenging build. Um, uh, along with the other Lego stuff, the, the Mandalorian pack is out. Um, some of the Black Widow stuff is, is starting to hit shelves. I saw some sort of, I, I saw it in passing, took a picture of it to post on our Instagram and then looked no further at it. Cause I know sometimes there could be some spo- spoilery things. Generally not if it's out. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how I found out about, uh, technically Funko spoiled, uh, Giant Man for me. Because they had that giant man pop out before. I, I I think that that was known. I don't know. I don't. I remember seeing it, and and that was how at least how I found out about it. So maybe the information was out there, and I just hadn't seen it yet, which is entirely possible. Um, but yeah, the the other thing too with uh with some of the new figures. Speaking of Black Widow, um, our buddies over at Caster's Corner. Um, they found the new wave of Marvel Legends, the Black Widow Marvel Legends in Connecticut. They've also showed up in, um, in California and then somewhere in the middle of the country. So those are starting to make it out to, um, you know, make it out on shelves. The, the Stan Lee, the long awaited Stan Lee Marvel Legends figure, um, is, uh, somebody found at Universal Studios in Orlando. Uh, in the Marvel area for sale. Okay. Um, it's also starting to show up um, from those fan channels. So um, Hasbro Pulse at this point is a little bit behind on the shipping date. The shipping date was scheduled for February 26th for that. And we are now a few weeks past that. So Understandably. Um, yeah. Uh, but they're, they're starting to get out there. Um, they're, they're starting to make their way to, to people. Um, and that's a you know, a, a very storied figure at this point it was supposed to be a build a figure. They ended up canceling the wave and, you know, now he's, he's got his own look and, you know, I'm sure at this point everyone has seen it. If not, um, just take a look on Hasbro Pulse's website. It's a great looking figure. Can't, can't wait till they get that one. Um, other toy news. What else do I have? I mean, those, those WrestleMania, um, standees. I guess are out at at Walmart. Oh yeah, the the shippers. Yeah, uh, t- talk about that a little bit. Um, basically, it's the WrestleMania Elite Wave and the WrestleMania um, Basic and Battle Pack waves, um, as well as the current top picks, um, Elites and the Series seventy four with Jim the Anvil Nightheart, and apparently um, Peyton Royce. Went from being a Target exclusive to a Target and Walmart exclusive, which we'll talk more about too. Interesting. Later. Um, other other new things. Um, again with the the cancellation of some things, Funko is doing did a virtual uh convention event. They did. Um, they did kind of like uh, their uh, they I guess they called it virtual con. They did, but it was for all the uh, ECCC exclusives. Um, which there were ones that made it onto the website that I don't think people thought were going to be there. Um, like I was unable to get the Grand Budapest Hotel um, pop two pack, but I was able to pick up the uh, Scott Pilgrim sodas. I was going to say, did you did you go in for the sodas? Yeah, I got I got sodas. Yeah, those are cool. I like and I like the marketing that they're doing for it, like making it look like a beach party and. Yeah, they'll they'll. Uh... We'll we'll kind of unbox once those arrive. Cool. And uh, I was able to pick up Recyclops Dwight from the office, which was a Walmart. And I I think they Funko also this is coming off the heels of the the Target Con thing that they did too. Yeah, which is just they kind of it was a fan thing that kind of gained steam, and then they just decided to be like, well, we'll release all of our Target exclusives on one day and call it Target Con. Yeah, because that used to be what people called Funko Fridays back in the day. When um, they'd have the the Funko Friday drop at Walmart, or uh, excuse me, at Target, like with Pikachu and. There was it. It was more for when they would do groups of exclusives. Gotcha. They referred to it as Target Con. Some other uh, toy news: the vintage collection Mandalorian figures are starting to hit shelves. Our friend of the pod, uh, Yuma at Yuma Booma on Instagram. He was able to find um, Cara Dune, the Mandalorian, um, the Remnant Stormtrooper, 
So it's really cool that that those are finally starting to make it out onto shelves. Um, along with um, the big announcement from Lego, of course, which which is the the partnering of Lego and Nintendo. So some pretty cool stuff in terms of news. Yeah. You got anything else? Uh, no, I got nothing. Yeah, so I guess on to hauls. Um, I've actually caught the the Spin Master Batman bug. Like, I I'm I'm fully fully uh invested now. I actually have um I have the entire first wave, minus the just the regular gray Batman. In, okay. In favor of the regular gray Batman, I went with the Target exclusive, uh, black all black Batman with the yellow. Uh, bat logo, kind of gave me that that eighty nine Batman feel, but um, I picked up Killer Croc, uh, who's a Walmart exclusive but not labeled. Um, I got that super rare like pseudo translucent looking Robin. Okay, that's um, that's the what it. Yeah, I think it's called super rare. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, and I got uh Man Bat. Okay. The the big figures, those like those like chunky figures. Uh, like uh, Killer Croc and and Man Bat, they're so cool, and their center of balance is like crazy. Like you can have Killer Croc pick up two different other figures. Like you can have him pick up Robin in one hand and Batman in the other, and have him hold them above their heads. Like it's it's wild how how like sturdy they are, which makes me excited for potential future figures. Like I'm immediately started thinking about you know will they make a Bane figure? Yeah, that's which would be great. I mean, they got a, a lot of world to play with there. Yeah, and they have, you know, again, we saw some of the new ones coming at Toy Fair, and, you know, like, we saw, I think it was Copperhead, who's like the snake guy. Yeah. Um, Who's another big guy. Uh, Who's the shark? Uh, King, King Shark. King Shark, yeah. He's a Target exclusive. I didn't pick him up. I wasn't crazy about how that figure looked. Plus, I've never really been a big fan of that villain. Um, In terms of Batman's aqu- more aquatic villains, I've always... uh. I've always liked uh, Croc, so yeah, I'm cu- I'm curious to see what else they make in in that line. But I I picked up those, um, I picked up Scorpion from the McFarlane line because I am super 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 excited to get Spawn, and I want something to display him with. And I I've been playing Mortal Kombat 11, and I I really enjoy uh what they did with Scorpion's character in that. So I picked up that figure from Walmart. Um, great looking figure. And then the the other big one for me is I, I finally got my my repainted Venom in, and it's if it, it's if it's not my favorite Marvel Legends figure so far, which is crazy because I only collect the MCU ones with the very few exceptions. It's it's one of them. I mean, they just he's such a fun figure to pose and the details on him, and he's just monstrous. Like like he's he's not that um that 90s uh spider-man cartoon venom that's just kind of like a little bit bigger than spider-man i mean this thing is he's fucking huge like it is a great figure um again great center of balance so it stands well it photographs nice um looks great with next to the carnage figure so i i mean i'm i I just love it i'm i was very happy to get that i have a bunch of bunch of stuff on pre-order that hasn't come yet um and uh, the the only other thing that I got when uh, I got on behalf of both of us, which shout out to um, to Amy uh, again from Lego and uh, and Megan, the the PR rep who walked us through the booth at Lego. They sent us some some Lego dots stuff. So we have two wristband kits along with a um, a jewelry box kit. Oh, very cool. So um, I posted a picture of that already, but, you know, we'll we'll make a video of us, you know figuring that out but it looks really cool that's all that's all i got for hauls i didn't get much this past week i uh i believe i picked up that superman uh the mcfarland superman i know you talked about picking that up previously yep um great figure yeah it's a great figure um i figured it's it's cool to kind of get into that line um i kind of made some rules for myself um as far as what I want to pick up. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking, I'll say kind of like classic comic figures. I- I'm looking at it kind of like iconic duos. So like the way you can pose them. So like I have, I now have 
I know I'm getting Batman and the Joker from that Arkham wave, right? Okay. So like you can pose Batman and the Joker. You can I have Nightwing cuz I I caught him at a GameStop that was you know blowing stuff out, so I got him really cheap. You know, you can you could do Nightwing and Batman. You could do Batman and Superman. So like I'm looking for like I just an iconic duo that I can display together. Yeah, like I'm thinking like classic Justice League maybe, but I don't know yet. Yeah. I haven't really I haven't really finished kind of mapping out the rules. Um, well, weren't you saying that you were thinking about doing just movie realizations? Yeah, which there aren't any yet, so. Yeah. That's that's an easy one to make because it doesn't exist in the in the line at this point. Yeah, and we haven't seen any uh, any inkling that that anything's coming that way. I wonder Woman 84. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. We did see both of those, the regular and then the one in like the golden angel looking gear. Yeah. Um, so really nothing there yet but i also think that that's a great superman so that's like a good representation of having superman yeah and it's cool it comes in comes with the packed in flight stand and you know yeah. all that good stuff um and then i i got some wwe figures surprise surprise um i picked up all elites i got a uh, elite the ken shamrock elite Okay. Um, from a while back, um, that's a great figure. It's the only Ken Shamrock. Were these these were the ones that were that were living in your Amazon cart for a while, right? That yeah, they were. Like, I think it was on? like Series Fifty Two Ken Shamrock. Jeez. Um, I picked up. Um, so I have a Kurt Hawkins when I went to um the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast Live Podcast that they did WrestleMania week. Um, this past year I got a uh, Elite Rider and Elite Hawkins. Signed by both, um, both superstars. Both superstars, um, and then, uh, but I also had an extra rider, so I was like, I need a Hawkins, um, and I've just been kind of waiting for t- to do an order to get one. Yeah, like a rider and a Hawkins that you could open. That I could open. Um, so I got the Hawkins, and it wound up being the Chase. Hey, in the in the black outfit. That's right. As opposed to the blue outfit. So, cool. So I have that one opened. Nice. Um, I also got, as part of that order, um, the re- recent first time in the line, Eric Young um, Elite, which was cool. Um, it's a great figure. It's a very underrated figure. It's from the Sanity run, which doesn't exist anymore, but um, really cool figure. Um, then I... S- Took a uh, a late night run to to my local Target, uh, random Sunday night Target run, and um, the the shelves must have just been freshly stocked. What um, a feeling! And I I posted this photo on on our Instagram, which is AIC underscore podcast. Oh, with the plug, he got and, it. And uh, I found a fresh stocking of uh, Drew McIntyre. The page target exclusive and the Cassius Ono target exclusive. Um, there was a second Drew that I left for whoever else wanted to get it, um, but I finally got those. That was the one you had to put back at the toy show, right? Because it was set aside for somebody. Yeah, Drew McIntyre. At not, um, n- not retail price. Yeah. Uh, and then I went to Walmart and found. Uh, didn't find a Jim the Anvil Nightheart, but I did find the. Uh, Seth Rollins Series 75, which is Seth Rollins in the Chicago Bears gear from this past um, last year's Royal Rumble, which as a Bears fan, I, I kind of was like, this is the Seth that I want. Yeah. And what was the one? I, didn't I pick up one for you? Did we talk about that yet? I don't think we talked about that. The one that I found in the, in the Walgreens that time forgot. Oh, yeah. Um, a women's, uh, women's division Maurice, which. Yeah, she showed up in your unboxing. Yeah, she did. She was um, there as just a scale kind of comparison for, for Jushin Thunder Liger. Um, Who was also somebody that you got. Is also somebody <laughs> that I got. Um, I I didn't mention it because we saw the unboxing, but um, yeah, that Maurice was cool. That was one that I you know would have grabbed if I had seen at a decent price online, um, but didn't think I would find for retail at a Walgreens in 2020. So 
yeah, it was wild. That that Walgreens had such a strange array of of figures. It had her. It had two of the Alexa Blisses from that wave, um, which was released like later. It had because that wave or that line. W- I should is, say line, not wave. Yeah, yeah. that line of uh, women's division figures was supposed to get the first um, Natty Elite, Natalia Elite. Yeah, and I think there was supposed to be a Naomi coming too, which we still have not seen. So, hmm. yeah, they had they had that. They had um, a Marvel Legends Sasquatch wave Paladin, which my God, that thing that figure is like five years old. Um, they had the Mace Windu um, Funko Pops. It was just weird. They had like stuff that I know people were like, you know, actively searching and hoping to find years ago all like together in one spot it was it was weird it was a weird array of figures yeah that's that's an uh, that's certainly a hodgepodge yeah um anything else did you did you haul in anything else no that's it i i've been uh i've not been to the stores lately so you know what you know what time it is then (laughs) um is it time to hit the music it's time to play Name That Toy. Now, it's been a, it's been a couple weeks uh, since we've since we've played Name That Toy, and if this is the first time listening, first of all, hello, thank you for finding us. Hope you're enjoying yourself. Um, we play a little game called Name That Toy. Right now, the current score is Dave two, uh, Eric one. Yeah, if you're if you're coming in from. You know, Toy Fair, this is what the show generally is like. Yes, yes. Um, so the way that this game works is um, one of us chooses a toy or a toy line and prepares a few clues that go from very broad to more narrow in their, in their, um, their target. And we today will be Dave's turn. My, the last time was mine. If I can't get it, uh, what we'll do is we'll kick it out to you guys on, on Instagram. So, again, that's at AIC underscore podcast. Or Twitter. I mean, or, come on. Yeah, Twitter. Anywhere uh, on social media. Anywhere. We'll, we'll, we'll just post it. And um, if, whoever, if somebody guesses it right, uh, we'll randomly select one of the people who guesses it right. And we have some fun prizes. So, we'll, we'll, pick, uh, we'll pick one of the prizes that we've collected and have been hanging on for this. We haven't had a chance to deliver on this yet because dave and i have answered each other's clues both times so um with that dave are you are you ready yeah i am i think i think i'm in trouble this may be it i know i know that smile um so i'm gonna cue the music and let's get started okay so this one i didn't really do in there's no real inherent order to the clues, it just kind of goes through the information about it. Okay. Um, because this is a weird one. All right, I'm ready. All right, so your first hint or your first clue. Um, I just want to make sure. Yeah, I mean, it's this. We'll say it's the same year. Um, it was produced by Kenner in 1986. Based on a five-episode miniseries based on a licensed person. A licensed person. And the person is a character, I'll say that. Mr. T? No, but that's that's a good guess. Okay, so a licensed per Kenner made these in... Give me the year one more time. 1986. 1986. And it's off of a licensed person. Person. Okay, keep going. The cartoon was produced by Ruby Spears Entertainment. Oh. Might as well be Britney Spears Entertainment. Um, 1986. All right, give me another one. All right. The heroes fought the evil organization known as Vulture. Oh, man. This sounds... This sounds familiar. I'm going to have my toy card revoked at the end of this episode. I have a sinking suspicion. Um, Vulture, and it's not Mr. T, but it's a person. 
Alright, keep going. Vulture was led by the Claw and his associate, Super Ninja. The only bad guy I know that was... There are two bad guys I know, Claw, from Black Panther and Inspector Gadget. And Inspector Gadget was not a person. It's neither of those. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just, not even going to take that as a guess. Cause... I'm just... I'm just... Ho I'm, like, trying to work through it out loud. Um... Fucking person. I don't know why I'm stuck on that. How many more clues do I have? You have two. All right, give me another one. Are you sure? I, I mean, I don't have any other choice. A comic book based off of the cartoon and inherently the toy line was created by Marvel imprint Star Comics. <sighs> I'm trying to think. The, the 80s a person. Like a, like a fucking person, not a character, right? Like, like a... The person is a character in this, but it's a person. So the person, the person went. We've never established rules about asking questions back. I don't know if, if we're allowed to do that. Uh, you got one more clue, so I'm cool with it. Um, the the so the person was known as their character. No, the person is the character. Okay, wait. So I've been thinking about this all wrong. So it's not like a Mr. T where he was like a character that was, but he everybody knew him as Mr. T. I mean, he's Mr. T, so that's. Um. So I'll put it this way: this person is who this person is. It's not like Hulk Hogan. But he's a real person. He's a real person. Or like, you know, like, it's not like Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. It's... Okay. It's not like Magnum P.I. Tom right. Selleck. It would be Tom Selleck. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think I'm... I, that was... That might have been... It might as well have been its own clue. I still don't know, man. All right. Give me the last clue. I think you got me. The hero was accompanied by Pepper, Reed, and Too Much, amongst others. Too Much is a character's name. Pepper, Reed, and Too Much? Man, I have a feeling there are going to be a lot of people that are going to be very angry with me. This is... Pepper? I had a couple ideas, and this is the one I went with. Was it Ronald McDonald? No. No. I was trying to think. Ronald of... McDonald isn't a person. I I know, Dave. All right, wait. Let me think about this for another minute before I before I completely. I'll see throw if I can come up here. with another clue. No, how many was that? Was that five? Um, that was six. Yeah, no. Don't come up with another clue. If I can't get it, I can't get it. Run through them. Just run through them again. Read through the the six clues again. It was produced in Kenner, or it was produced in Kenner. It was it was produced in Kenner. Um, it was produced by Kenner in 1986, based on a five-episode miniseries, um, based on a licensed, starring I'll say starring a licensed person. A licensed? That's such a weird. I can't eat. No, I get I get what you're saying now, but like now I'm trying to think through like 80s pop culture and who was like a. Like a like who was a brand basically, like you're talking about somebody that was their own brand and still may be. Like I think Hulk Hogan, Mr. T, in '86. That's that's too early for like an MC Hammer line of figures. Do you want? I mean, no. I it's they're fighting against an evil organization known as Vulture. nothing um this is a good one i you stumping me is is a good thing like the idea is that you were supposed to try to stump each other so all right um do, that was i went through the third clue yeah the cartoon was produced by ruby spears entertainment vulture was led by the claw and his associate super ninja, super ninja. um super ninja was his right hand man as it were if uh if um 
George Washington were to mention that as Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. Um, a comic book was created by Marvel imprint Star Comics. And the hero, the licensed individual, the pop culture icon, was accompanied by Pepper Reed, two separate people, and Too Much, amongst others. Too Much, also a separate person. A person, not a, not like a robot. You wouldn't, that wouldn't. Okay. It's either one of those things where you know that from that or not. I, I give up. I give up. So how are we doing this? Am I are we bleeping it or are we am I just telling you and So Yeah. Here's what I'll do. Tell, no, tell tell it to me and we'll bleep it. Remember we bleeped uh we we bleeped uh name. Yeah, that's true. And we will now. Yeah. Son of a bitch, <laughs> I was so close. I, you were. When you uh, said Mr. T, I was like, he's going to get this. Fuck me. <sighs> All right, well. And I was going to get one. However, they are not cheap. I, I they, are, they are not inexpensive to come by. It's funny you mention these because I... Somebody just posted a picture of one of these within our timeline, like, recently. Oh, wow. Like, posted a picture of one on card. Really? And I was like, I've never seen these before. Okay. All right. Well, so. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Um, okay, so. I'll figure out we'll, uh, after the episode's over. Um, D- Dave and I will look through the the couple of things I have set aside. Well, for... Eric will come up with a prize. Like, yeah, we we have a couple we have a couple things that we you've can give been away. you've been teasing things for weeks. Yeah, so um, we'll fig- I'm fully confident in your ability to select a prize. Select a prize. All right, we'll figure it out. Um, yeah, so we'll throw this up on Instagram and Twitter uh, Monday at some point. You know, we'll wait until probably uh, like Monday night at some point. I, I still have a couple other ones too that I think will, but they just need some time. So you get another point. So you're you're now three to one. Three to one. So this day in history. I gotta bleep that again. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, so uh, with that, um, <laughs> I'm going to be mad about that for two weeks, at, <laughs> at least two weeks. Um, yeah, so with that, uh, let's, um, let's, let's head on over to our, our main topic, so store exclusives. Yeah. So we, we mentioned a couple already. Um, you know, I, I, I sort of mentioned Spawn. Um, Dave mentioned... Uh, uh, some of the, the the Peyton Royce and um and Cassius Ono, right? And Paige, yeah. So, Jim the Anvil. Store exclusive have been a thing for as long as I can remember with toys. Like there was always like the figure that you could you either had to mail away for or the figure that like you could only find at Toys R Us. Like there was always there was always some level of exclusivity when it came to collecting. Or like specific box sets at Kmart or Target or Walmart or. Yeah, remember before we had a Target around around us? Like back in those like Jack specific days? When Target was only a Midwest thing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, our sorry, our dad would would go on on business trips and would come home with like I remember he, there was like an a three pack, a buried alive three and pack. And King of the Iron Rungs. Yeah. Those were the th- the two three packs. The th- but it was the only way you could get the executioner. Mm-hmm. Was in that buried alive one. And then who was the exclusive in the the other one? Um I'll look that up. Yeah, you know, Dave's gonna look that up. But it's so interesting that you know now as these kind of store, like a lot of the toy stores are gone. So like the KB, the um, obviously Toys R Us in its original form. Um, you know some of the the stores that kind of got folded into GameStop. So there was like Electronics Boutique, and um, um, there was another one too, uh, Software, etc. Um. You know these stores used to have these these exclusives, but and even and even to an extent, Kmart's going away. A lot of those are closing, um, if not all of them at this point. But store exclusives still still a really big thing, and there are, and the big brands, you know, 
play into it. So the Mattels, the Hasbros, the... Um... It must have been the first way to either get the ref or the ladder or the Stone Cold in the Austin 316 shirt. Okay. Um, I remember... Now I remember that set. You you talking about it, I remember it. Um, But yeah, the, the store exclusives, still a really big deal. Like right now, you know, as we're recording this episode... Um, recently somebody got, uh, handcuffed and let out of a target for trying to steal a red Hulk. <laughs> and, um, you know, the, we've, we've talked about the aftermarket before and how, you know, some people are a little, um, opportunistic, right? So, you know, these targets are not getting a lot of the red Hulks and people are going and getting them before they even hit shelves, but buying all of them and, you know, quote, you know, quote unquote, to help other collectors who don't have a target in their area. It's like, oh yeah, great, but you know, you're not selling it at the retail price plus shipping. You're, you know, upcharging and, you know, oh, I'm saving you on your gas money and, you know, it's just it's wild how these store exclusives kind of get twisted sometimes, you know, depending on the popularity. Which we talked about in the Don't Be That Guy episode. Yeah. Yeah. Or Don't Be That Person. But Hot Topic's another one. They're Hot Topic with the pops, right? They have like they get a lot of exclusives. Yeah, but I mean, so does any store, you know, Hot Topic or Walmart or Target or, yeah, you know, um, GameStop. There's always yeah. some exclusive. I feel like the big three at this point would probably be Walmart, Target, and... Amazon gets exclusive. And Amazon. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Amazon. Yeah. But there have been some weird ones for Pops. Like, there are Foot Locker exclusives. Like, there was a Foot Locker exclusive Charlotte Flair. Yeah, some of the some of the athletes they try to play into the I guess the demographic of the type of shopper that goes into the store. You know, somebody who's more well, athletically more minded. Like, yeah, like I guess like sports stars. Yeah, which makes sense. Which makes sense. You know, and same with you know GameStop gets a lot of the um you know the video game and or anime type exclusives. Again, you know you get, they're they're playing. Yeah, and to... Hot Topic is more like horror. You'll see horror or music exclusives or yeah or CW stuff. You know, they had a like lot the of supernatural and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You actually you picked up one of those exclusives, didn't you? I got a supernatural car chase. You did. Um, because I just saw it there. Yeah. I still have it. Um, I just thought it was like cool. And then Hasbro's taking the the exclusive moniker and going a kind of a different route with it. They do what what they call fan channel exclusives. So they're exclusives to. Um, they'll, they won't be in brick and mortar, basically. Like, they'll be on your Entertainment Earths, your Big Bad Toy Stores, your Amazons. Entertainment Earth has their fair share of exclusives, too. Yeah, they're starting to get a, a lot more of them as time goes on. Well, they've had, you know, pops for a while. Yeah, they, they, and they actually, they announced two pretty cool ones at, um, at Toy Fair. They had, um, they have the Wolverine, Venomized Wolverine, I think. Or a zombie Wolverine, maybe? And um, that cosmic Spider-Man. Okay. Which is awesome. The the store-exclusive stuff, like, it, it's... Do you see it more as, like, a blessing or a curse when it comes to it? I mean, it's always been there. So it's. I wouldn't say it's a, a curse, necessarily. Um, it's really just more of... It makes... Depending on the availability, it makes the hunt more of a hunt. That's a hundred percent for um, sure. But I wouldn't say it's necessarily. A, I wouldn't say it's bad. I I think the thing though is with some of these, they're not toy stores. Like yeah, like Walmart has a very active toy section. Same with Target. But like at the end of the day, like it was one thing when a toy store had an exclusive launch or they were like a launch partner. Well, yeah, but like let's look at WWE for example. So like Walmart had The Rock, Patterson, Briscoe. Um, which were easy to come by. Ghostbusters are relatively easy to come by. Um, you know, the masters of the WWE universe, you're starting to see more of. Yeah. Um, but then I never saw Gorilla Monsoon. So like, you know, Jim the Anvil Nightheart, I still have never seen. Um, I hadn't seen for Target. Um, I find that for their WWE ones, they're a bit harder to come by, but then those network spotlight ones. Yeah. You know, I haven't. see everywhere. In all fairness, though, like I've seen pictures of people who have found um, Jim Neidhart, like 
like multiple times. Like you scroll, you, you know, if you put mm-hmm. him in a hashtag or scroll, just scroll through kind of like toy Instagram, you'll find him. I've seen Gorilla Monsoon maybe twice. Like in terms of oh, in terms of people like, having photos of it. Yeah, just like, I was gonna say, you've seen it twice, and I don't have it. No, 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 no. I haven't seen it twice in person. I'm saying I have only literally seen it in other people's hands twice. So I think that might be one that's just kind of maybe it hasn't been distributed or and that's always been a weird thing too because you know the you think back to the retros like series 3 was everywhere forever and then there were ones that you've never I've never seen in stores. Like I saw series 4 um or I'm sorry, series 5 in Kmart once and it was all of them and I just grabbed them and that was the only time I've seen them in public. Yeah. But, you know, the reason the reason why I brought up, you know, what's kind of your feeling is I, I've unfortunately had a, a an unfortunate experience with the, the launch of Spawn. So, you know, on last Sunday, so it was at the 8th, um, was the the store exclusive launch of Spawn, which we heard about at Toy Fair. Um, McFarlane provided a list of 400 Walmarts that Spawn was supposed to be at. Um, we unfortunately did not have one in our area, so you know that wasn't an option. But um, he was also supposed to be available at 10 a.m. Eastern on Sunday. Not only did he not show up on Sunday at all on Target's or on Walmart's website, he was only in a handful of those stores. People were driving all over to the stores, and he never showed up. And not only did he not show up, he wasn't even in the system. So like the Walmart employees couldn't even look for him. And then without any sort of um, heads up, he just showed up on walmart.com on Monday. And I happened to get lucky and, and grabbed um, two. I grabbed one for myself and I grabbed one for, uh, for Dave, for, for Dave P of, of uh, Calling All Creeps and, and Zap Comics. And I was like, cool, done and dusted, got it. You know, full release date is, is March 13th, great. I get an email two days later for automatically generated from Walmart saying, sorry, your order is canceled. And then, of course, he's no longer available on on Walmart.com. I had, you know, not paid attention when he was available for sale on Amazon as like the second partner store. And he was no longer available there, but he was available at GameStop for, you know, $27 instead of 20. So. You know, it, it's just weird sometimes. I, I think because these stores and I and I don't do not put any blame whatsoever on on McFarland Toys because they made it perfectly clear to us when we when we met them at, at Toy Fair how much they cared about this this product, how much they care about Spawn, obviously. You know, it's Todd's creation. Well, that and they made it clear how he was gonna be in these four hundred stores. Yeah. And online. Like they had they had their communications out like they were being as transparent as they could and and they are very much so like a collector's first brand you know across the board so when it didn't work out and it and it wasn't available i have to imagine that they were just as pissed off as as we were but because these stores aren't toy stores first the way that you know stores used to be i think sometimes there's a problem doing these these limited and um, you know timed exclusivities, like I, I just, it, it's it sucks, but like you know it was way more headache than it was worth. And I think another big thing too that you know kind of softened the blow, as it were, um, it's available. Uh, I, maybe not right now. Yeah, but it was you could get it in other places. Yeah, timed like Entertainment Earth had it, GameStop had it. Yeah. Um well, the Amazon f- had it. The full release date now that it's been posted a couple places, the f- the actual real release date is April 14th or 17th or something like that. So, you know, hopefully at that point he'll start showing up in shell on shelves and everything. I was able to get um you know, as much as much as I, you know, begrudged the experience, I was able to get him on Amazon. You know, mm-hmm. just got lucky refreshing. Found him was able to order, you know, order the same two that I originally had at Walmart. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll cancel my GameStop order. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it's with these, these store exclusives. It makes, 
kind of the, the the hunt a heightened experience i think overall whether it's something that's happening digitally or something that's happening you know in store well like the um i think it was released at the AEW figures i think august is yeah. when they're due yeah late uh late summer i thought yeah i thought it was like the first week in august i think they said mm-hmm. um and it's going to be at ringside collectibles for online and walmart yeah um which, yeah, fine. Um, but now that you have those kind of two outlets, do you want to go out and get them, or do you want to just sit at home? You're going to pay a little more, yeah. Um, but you'll get it, and it'll be shipped right to you. The other thing you have to consider too is, like, you can go on Ringside right now and order that even there that special Chris Jericho, like yeah. the bubbly one, you which know? I did. Yes, it's it's still in stock. Mm-hmm. You know, Spawn. It, people have been waiting for this figure for a very long time. I mean, this is the first real super articulated spawn, like real, real super articulated spawn. There was one in the the movie line back in the day that had more articulation than most other spawn figures before it had, but you know it still wasn't great. This is like this figure is unbelievable, and we you know we've seen it. So I think part of it too, you know, might just be the the um miscalculation of how popular this figure would be. And I think the same thing same thing goes for for Hasbro with uh with Red Hulk. And I think that's tough when it comes to ex- a store exclusive cuz you have one you have one option to get it. <laughs> I think that's relative to be honest. Um you never really know what's going to be yeah, popular. Let's let's break it down to you and I. What was your favorite all-time store exclusive? I mean, favorite of all time, there was there were some good wrestling ones back in the day. There were always some good Jax ones, um, but you were real. You collected them more. It was more of buying them for you, and that was the fun part. Um, I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna kind of beat the dead horse, as it were. Um, retro series one and series two were Walmart. Uh, WWE retros. That was what really kind of got me back into collecting wrestling figures and collecting something that's not um, pop vinyls. Yeah. And it was, you know, the nostalgia factor was huge with it. It was, the, they were, you know, it's something where I have the entire series in Min on Card. Um, and it's something where I've like, should I go get them again just to open them? Like Mattel, if you're listening, bring back retros. Nah, they're done. They're... Bring back retros. I mean, I would love them, but it, it feels like they're done. We could will it into existence. If Brian Myers and Matt Cord- Cardona could not will it back into existence, <laughs> we will not be able to will it back into existence. Fair. I, I feel like I feel like too we, we have to mention only because it is Friday the thirteenth. Wasn't there an awesome NES Jason with like the box that played the music from the game that was a, like a GameStop exclusive? From NECA? I thought it was Or was I it Toys think, R Us? I don't think it played the music. There's one that played music when you like like a like a greeting card where when you opened that I mean, I know the video game ones I think were Toys R Us exclusive because they had Master System Rocky. They had um Oh, LJ yeah. and Freddy. They had LJ yeah. and Jason. I forgot about the Rocky one. That was all black and yellow, right? No, Master System Rocky was just like Rocky for Rocky. Yeah, th- those are cool figures. No, there's definitely one. I'm going to try to find a-, a video of it. I know that they made blue and purple Jason. There's one where the box and, plays that loop. And NECA had like, and this is one of those things that I wish I had bought. They had made the, like you can get still the regular mask, but they had made blue and purple mask. Mm-hmm. And like I had it in my hand so many times, and I'm like, "What am I gonna do with this?" Um, when GameStop had the eight bit pop vinyl um, exclusives of Jason and Freddy from in LJN colors, I got those. I never got the reaction figures though, which are ones that I wanted. Um, I think the one year they were New York Comic Con exclusives, the uh, Jason and Freddy reactions that were in the LJN colors. Yeah, there is. There's one that plays. I'm trying to figure out what it was from, but it plays the music, like the walking through the cabin music, or yes, that's the in the cabin, right? Yeah, 
and when you open the box, it does that. Oh, that's fantastic. And it says, actually, on the inside of the box, it says, you and your friends are dead. That's great. I'll post this video on our, on our uh, Instagram. But yeah, I'm, th- there's, there's, a lot of, um, there's a lot of great store exclusives that are still coming in the pipe. You know, we, we noticed uh, at Toy Fair there was a bunch of announcements. Um, you know, you, even like the, the, the real Ghostbusters figures are Walmart exclusives. The, the real Ghostbusters relaunch figures. So, um, you know, I, I guess it, it's, it makes the hunt a little bit tougher. But and, and I think here's the other thing with it, too. Like when it's the WWE elites where it's like, you know, one to two per case. That's going to make it a little bit more difficult than a full case of Masters of the WWE Universe. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess the the answer here is that store exclusives aren't going away anytime soon. No, and <laughs> and that's fine. It's and just you know there there is a wonderful toy community on on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. There are blogs out there of people that kind of do all the work and keep track of stuff for you, which is kind of what we're trying to do. Um, mm-hmm. as as best as we can, and also just you know, communities of people who are trying to kind of keep it where it's you know they'll buy if they see three of them they'll buy them, and then you know get them to their friends at retail yeah. plus shipping. Yep, which is outstanding. You know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like it's it's the good part of the community. Yeah. So you know. With that, we're going to wrap it up for today. Um, and uh, as always, follow us on, uh, on Twitter and Instagram at AIC underscore podcast. Again, if you, if you bought a, um, a pass for ZapCon, stay tuned. Um, it's not canceled. It's just postponed. So uh, hopefully, you know, they'll, they'll have a new date ironed out soon. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be on top of making sure that that gets out there. Um, we have some ice cream to eat. Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both on our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Voidware prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.